This high school sing song is not about dreams. There's no cheerleaders or basketball teams. But we've got something that's good for morale. It's crazy, it's ginger, it's phenomenal. We ain't got no one called Chadra or We don't have haircuts that look like two pigs. Excuses, class, and girls are rational. It's crazy, it's ginger, it's phenomenal. Break it down. No time for American talk, so let's say spell it, just give it the job. We've got this drink that's from our locale. It's fizzy, it's ginger, it's phenomenal. Greetings, comrades. Welcome to Snack City. This is a podcast about eating snacks and living in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, which is in North America, which is in the Western Hemisphere of Earth, which is in the solar system. Which I thought was in Nova Scotia. The solar system, well... No, it's Earth that's in Nova Scotia. It's commonly misunderstood, but yes, Earth is actually inside of Nova Scotia. Okay, yeah. It's actually out, in a right? gyro stand yeah. on, uh, on the waterfront. So you've heard of the flat Earth. <laughs> How about the Canada Earth? Oh, dude, yeah. yeah that makes way. perfect sense to me. I mean, yeah. But that's my Canadian education system. So do you think the difference between Nova Scotia and Old Scotia was that they used tzatziki instead of sweet sauce with their earth gyro? Did I take this too Jesus. far? No. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I just need like a minute to uh, cross Can I pull back though and say that yeah. my name is Taylor? Oh, right, right. My name is Mia. My name is Grant. And thanks for being on the podcast, Grant. You're welcome. Uh, you're already doing better at being on it than I am, so <laughs> I like that. Grant, I ask a very difficult question. How do you feel about Edmonton, the place you live? Oh, I like it. I'm, I'm conflicted about it, but I think that's how everybody feels about Edmonton as a rule. Mm-hmm. Both common recognitions that yeah. we hear on this podcast. Like, I feel feelings, and I feel like everybody else has feelings about Edmonton. <laughs> yeah. But tell us. Tell us what these specific feelings are. I don't know, I think there's always a love-hate thing, but I think it's more like a stubborn dislike, like a a (laughs) grudging love, you know what I mean? Where you don't like it. You tell your friends and you talk about it, and you don't always, like, champion it to each other. You complain about it. But if anybody ever talks crap about it, then you're like, fuck you! (laughs) Eminem's the best. We can curse, right? Oh, Oh, 100% we can. But no (laughs) N-words. I don't think you don't say anything. Up. Narnia, Nantucket, <laughs> nonsense. Don't Wait, say any of them. No, I'm thinking of a bad word. Oh, well, that's a, yeah, that's, that's the worst word you word. can say. Oh, okay. Well, that's how they know. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. yeah. Was there a moment for you? Um, I'm sure when you grew up, you dreamed of sailing away to far Suriname and going to live on an island or something. Was there a moment where you're like, oh, Edmonton, really, really coming around on me? Uh, well, pretty pretty early on, because I lived in the Burbs. Like, I grew up in Beaumont. Which, guys, oh, Beaumont. I was going to say, which Burbs? Because there's so many. There are. Uh, do you guys have feelings about Beaumont before we go into I was going to ask, does Beaumont have any, uh, like, hood names? Like, what are you, like, the Mont? It, it, Bobo. Okay. <laughs> it used to be Beaumont. Beaumont! Beaumont. Yeah. Sick. But yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was nice. It was a small town, and I liked it then. It's certainly grown. Uh, it has... Upwards of four fast food franchises now. Wow. Which changes the, dy- the dynamic of the town, you know. Sorry, before you go any further, I cannot 100% remember where Beaumont is. I want to say close to the place with the word castle. Down, castle Downs. Is it close to Castle Downs? New Castle. <laughs> it is the opposite of Castle Downs. Okay, so yeah, okay. I was thinking of the wrong It is in place. Downs Castle. Fuck, I knew it. <laughs> Downs Castle. Hey, Castle Downs is pretty sick. So is Beaumont. Beaumont's fine. I've it's, never been it's there. It's fine. You don't have to go. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's 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 nice to go. Like my bank is still there, so I go there like once every six mm. months. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I should I should get an adult bank account. I think at like a real establishment. One that has branches. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. For sure. So here arises a very important question: What are Beaumont's sworn enemies? Which is the neighborhood they're gonna like? Good. Snap oh, this is a real in a question. Fight. I'm Great glad we're getting into this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, Leduc. Which okay. wasn't oh. that far away. Why? Why? Well, because geographically they're pretty oh, close. Oh, okay. They're ever, like perpendicular like, from each other? Yeah. Like, I feel like if I were a cheerleader for Beaumont, I would call Leduc Leduc and be like, uh, fuck the duck. <laughs> fuck Leduc. Fuck Leduc. <laughs> but then, like, it's, it sounds French already, so we'd, we'd get a bad rap for that. It's a French community. Well, Leduc is challenging Beaumont for which sounds the least French. <laughs> Tell us more. 
Oh, uh, about like the Latuk. Yeah, why, yeah. Why? I want to know everything about Beaumont rivalries. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, who's like Shelbyville is is Leduc to you? Basically, yeah. It was, uh, I think we called it the Hiv. Which seems a little mean spirited now. Wow! But back back in the nineties, statistically, it made sense. Oh, no, H- that, that, for HIV? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. It's still kind of like a terrible argument for yeah. anything. I mean, no one ever said rivalry was particularly cool. Like being being rude and terrible is part of being a rival. I guess yeah, you have to like dehumanize your enemies and for in uh, and <laughs> if you plan to like destroy them and crush them. This is relevant. Uh, I'm going to transition a little bit. Does Beaumont have a mascot of some kind? Oh, uh, well, the Beaumont High School had a mascot, but Beaumont itself didn't. Okay, what's the uh, maybe maybe French arrogance. Is that a thing? French, French arrogance? Is that that's a mascot? One, that's a hard one to draw in Pictionary. Yeah. I imagine like a toupee. Not a toupee. Uh, what is it? The, the French flippy hat. Oh, a beret. A beret. A fleur de lis wearing a beret giving you the finger? Okay. Okay. So a fleur de lis was, was prominent in all the signs. Oh, really great. So that, uh, that does count. Okay, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. We had a raccoon? For a, a raccoon! Mascot. Does that count? Yes. Oh, but, God, that's a trash panda. But there are no raccoons in Alberta that I'm aware of. No, there are raccoons. No, yeah. there are not. No, there's got to be raccoons. I swear to fucking God, I've seen a... I have never it seen a raccoon a large until I went to Montreal. <laughs> I don't think we have hedgehogs either. Maybe like a Dude, porcupine? Sw- we have muskrats. Porcupine. We have groundhogs. And beavers, yeah. And beavers. There's yeah. a lot of things that can look lumpy and brown on the road as they scuttle away. Certainly. And porcupines. Oh, porcupines. Fuckloads of porcupines. Dude, have, have you guys ever like run over a porcupine or anything? God, no. no. It's terrifying. Does They're way bigger than you would think. They're huge. Yeah. Uh, I did it once outside of Beaumont. Mm-hmm. And uh, I caught Beaumont. some serious air. And then I found quills in my tire the next day. Wow. Did it burst crazy. through the tire? In the sidewall, but uh, I didn't fix it, and it was wow. fine. Okay, that's good. Wow. Yeah. In case you run over any porcupines, Edmonton, at least you know your tires will probably be okay. Hopefully. That's advice you can take, and we are legally liable if you follow that advice. <laughs> you can take that to the bank mm-hmm. in, in Beaumont. I still have so many questions, but I feel like this could be like another two hours of me being Yeah, Beaumont corn is all right. Let's get one more, Mia. Let's okay, get one. Okay, okay. Take a second. Think of a final Beaumont question. I, I, I just I don't know. I, it's hard to choose. I, it's one, a right? lot of pressure. Once you once you said that there was just like one left, mm-hmm. then I okay. Got <laughs> Can I ask a question then? A final Beaumont question? Yes. If I'm going to Beaumont, I'm spending a nice a nice weekend, and I'm just like, oh, I want to go see what Small Town Alberta has to offer. Where should I go in Beaumont? Oh, I think that you should go to the uh, the Curling Rinks Bar. Oh, uh, I love it. Yeah, that's very Albertan. It was my favorite place to drink right after high school because like there's there's established you know places to go get a beer. Nobody ever went there except for 70-year-old men, and that was my favorite. I have a pet theory that wherever old people are drinking, that's a chill place to have a beer. Mm -hmm. If you ever go to the Legion, uh, wherever you are in Canada, there's probably uh, the Legion near you. And uh, you can go there and just have a beer, and sometimes there's bingo, and that's fun. (laughs) No, I've never drank in the Legion. Oh, man. that's I've drank in the club, but that's different. Mm -hmm. People often find me in the club. (laughs) Yeah, they would. Yeah. All right. Terrific. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Oh, shit. I feel like I had another Beaumont question and I immediately <laughs> lost it. Do, no. do you want me to finish my thought? I uh, am Like, kinda... bring it into Edmonton again? Yeah, please. Because you asked me about Edmonton. Sure. Uh, but I liked Edmonton because I lived in Beaumont and it was like a shining jeweled city on the hill further away that I got to go to every Tuesday, you know? Every Tuesday? Or every Tuesday or Thursday, I think. Tuesday for a pipe band. Thursday for the mall because it for, was open. Sorry, did you say pipe band? Pipe band. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Sh- yeah. And uh, you pay like the little pan flutes? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, what is pipe band? It's like Scottish bagpipes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my goodness. I, I wouldn't have guessed from your, your name or your reddish beard or your, your stature, but uh, you do look quite Scottish. Oh, fair enough then. Uh, I didn't want to be racist though, but I assume you play the bagpipes, but I'm glad to learn you do. I don't. Oh no, you don't? No, I, I play the drums. <laughs> oh, I was being racist. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, you oh, were. Fuck. Oh, That's okay. I assumed as much about you anyway, so yeah. it's fine. That is I mean, the mustache, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, that is the mustache of a racist. <laughs> So you feel pretty good about Beaumont, and that's like that's pretty good, pretty good, refreshing. You know, nice to hear about like liking your neighborhood and stuff. I do so have. I'm gonna ask one final Beaumont question. Okay. Two Beaumont questions later. Man, okay. is there a giant thing that Beaumont is famous for? A lot of small towns have a, a giant thing, a giant egg, a giant goose, baseball, gotcha. a giant baseball. 
yeah. giant sausage. I wish. <laughs> I wish, man. Uh, we, we have a big church on the top of the hill. Sick. Mm. But like, you can see it from a distance, so it is large in perspective. Mm-hmm. But no, like, we don't have a, a comical sausage or anything like that. Dang. No like, big nom- chair. What denomination is the church? It's Catholic. Does it represent the the community? I think in like 1907 it did. Oh, okay. Yeah, shifting tides and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's a French town. It, is, uh, it has to have a big old oh, Catholic right. church. Yeah. yeah. French and Catholics, right? Right, right. Well. Anyhow. <laughs> terrific. Before we get to the snacks, I want to just throw out a dino update. Dino update. <laughs> Uh, I just want to say, everyone, Mia and I saw Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom, and it was the tits. It was truly terrific. I was just thinking, because we were talking about Predator in the preamble, uh, it does a good job of, uh, of building some suspense and not like showing us right away, all, not playing all its cards in the first hand, you know? Right. Like giving us some, uh, some suspense, some tension, and uh, some nice child acting. Child, yeah, child acting was superb. Loved superb, it. Superb, superb. Can't go wrong with some good child acting. And, uh, <laughs> it's noted that I hate movies, so... Yeah, uh, we both hate movies. We don't like but, them. And we went, we went into the movie expecting it to be bad, and we're delighted. It was really... It was actually terrific. It was a mm-hmm. good action movie. I got into it. I didn't care for the characters, but you don't have to. You implant yourself into them, and then you're like, ooh, well, I'm getting away from the dinosaurs. Yeah, like Chris Pratt's background? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, he's just a... You know, he's a nothing. generically <laughs> handsome. Yeah, exactly. Seems nice. Was he wearing an equally tight vest in this oh, outing? I have never fit. seen such tight vest. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that vest is just sewn onto his t-shirt, like as a deck. It's like an applique. <laughs> <laughs> so the buttons are just for show, oh. just like pockets on well, female. Well, he jeans. obviously doesn't have any equipment or anything in them. Like you think for a guy who has a vest bulging with pockets that he would have like everything he needs, but he's always like. Throw me a knife! And you're like, dude, you have are, a thousand pockets. <laughs> the pockets are clearly for his bulging manseps, you know? Like, they, you can't just, like... Do you like... think they're so his nipples don't get shaved? <laughs> like he has, like, a, just a pocket, like a little space. He does there. a lot of running. He does a lot of running! Yeah. He's living a vigorous outdoor lifestyle. And yeah. it's, it's humid down there. I don't know if that would affect things. <sighs> yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah, I'm made for cold and dry, not humid. Do you think his pants are made of, like, some kind of spandex? Like a yoga pant? Maybe that's why they're so tight. Maybe they got vents like ski pants, like right underneath the crotch. Oh, that's so perfect. So he can run without chafing. But he does a lot of running, and if he has like fancy fabrics in his pants, then I'd assume he'd get that raincoat swish, 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 swish sound, and they'd have to 80 yard out or something. Oh, that's oh yeah, that, that, but that's Hollywood magic. Thank you for that. Magic, right? Yeah, I forgot about magic. I'm sorry. It's the the, whole, the after effects, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, as you say, they'll just ADR. It'll be fine. They'll get some good running sounds instead of. <laughs> <laughs> they'll throw in some Tom Cruise top shelf running sounds, you know. Well, this has been quite the digression period, <laughs> but excellent. I'm I'm glad to begin the snacking. Grant, as our guest, I will invite you to choose the first of the two main course dishes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with the Hawkins Cheetos, I think. All right. Hell yeah. So these are... Oh, crinkly. Crinkly boys. <laughs> these are Hawkins brand cheesies. The, it says they're made with real cheddar cheese and there's a maple leaf. Presumably that's a Canadian cheddar. That's a Canadian promise that it's real. People who can't see this bag, it has red and white stripes. Can you give me just a brief verbal description? What do these cheesies look like? They look like... I guess fermented orange pygmy penises. Mm-hmm. I wow! Because they're they're rather bulbous in some areas, and then they taper down next to nothing. Is that too crude? I can no, come up I with something. I love it. Well, no, it does remind me of the pygmy penises I've seen. So yeah. it's pretty apt. Well, fair enough then. Um, the lumpiness is really off-putting, and the neon orange. Yeah. This basically just looks like corn and chemicals, and I'm excited to eat it. <laughs> Ooh, <crunchy> boy. <laughs> She's a cruncher. Yeah. Like, I like these. Don't get me wrong. They're very oh, tasty. I, I have guilty pleasure. Like, I love these, but I know they are terrible. In terms of uh, cheesy products, nice. yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of the Cheeto Poof. Like, the oh. big, the big sausage oh, wow. guy. You like a little poof. I like, I like a little poof. <laughs> uh, it's going to get weird, but I like, I like to put them on my tongue and <laughs> let them just, like, melt. Yes. I used to do that when I was a youngster. Yeah. They dissolve like a styrofoam peanut. Yeah. And then it kind of like coats the palate of your mouth, soft palate. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a strange thing to say out loud, and I kind of regret it. But I really like it. No, take backsies. Yeah. (laughs) But like it coats your tongue, and then you can kind of scrape it with your teeth, which is really gross. And you're like, mmm, this is delicious. It's like the nacho dust. (laughs) Fuck. Every time. Doritos dust that like gets trapped in your fingers, but it's on your tongue instead. It it's should be noted, weird. the Hawkins brand cheesies leave very little fingery residue. That's true. Yeah. They're very self-contained. They're dry. They're a very dense crunch is what I like about them more than, say, a Cheetos Crunchy or uh, a Poofy Boy. Oh, do you think, because they're not Poofy Boys, that they can maintain the dust 
like within the Cheeto, and it doesn't spread onto you quite as easily. It's not as porous. Oh, interesting. It's stickier. I would hypothesize, perhaps, based on just the appearance of the Hawkins brand cheesy, mm-hmm. that perhaps the cheese is applied before the cheesy is baked or fried. I'm not sure how a cheesy is made. No, whereas, this is definitely after. Whereas a Dorito has the powder added after, I think. This is definitely after. Because, like, imagine this. So. I feel like this powder would burst into flames if it was heated. I don't think there's a lot. I think it's just a little bit of crunchy stuff, but I think it's mostly baked on. Do you think there's a guy named Jeremy at the Hawkins factory that just spends his whole day wiping Cheetos against white pieces of paper? And like, oh, too much transference. And then, (laughs) uh, like, is that his job? Is there a QC guy at the Cheeto factory? They probably just have a laser. Yeah, how do you know his name is Jeremy, though? They probably just have a laser that checks for uh, how, like, radioactively orange it is. And then if it's not, toss it. Toss that motherfucker. I love the idea that these Hawkins cheesies with their, like, circus motif... Are made with lasers. <laughs> yeah, this looks like a carny made it in like the back of a van. This is the horrible dystopian world that we live in. Lasers being used for cheesies. So do they apply the cheese with a cold laser bath? Um, oh no, the, the cheese is applied in some normal mechanical fashion. The laser is just used to test for the radiance. I would like to the, draw the, your the, attention the, yeah. to the, the greasiness and the, the fact that this translucent bag has been dyed a rich, like, <laughs> translucent orange color from the Hawkins cheesies. Yeah, yeah. That's what See, the that's inside what I'm of your stomach looks like right now. It's Lasers. Really, it's actually just painted on. That's why it's not dust. It's just painted on orange. Weird. Delicious, but though. It makes me I think of, them. like, being on the playground, because these were, for some reasons, for some reason, this is a... They're, like, a lot... They were more popular than the other types of brands of cheesies. I feel like with the kids I knew, which makes me like, as I was saying that, I was like, oh shit, does that mean like I was in a different socioeconomic <laughs> place? It could be. Because my friends were only buying the like the radioactive cheesies. Maybe your friends knew where it was at. Maybe they had higher tastes. What if Hawkins cheesies are, are stuck with the same rules that music has? Like you need a certain amount of Canadian content and Hawkins are Canadian. Oh my god. So you can have a little bit of Cheetos, but you need to have at least 20% cheesies. That goes so deep. Uh, yeah, the regu- uh, regulate regulations stipulate that you have to have 30% of your cheesies content be CanCon. <laughs> Damn bureaucracy. Damn bureaucracy. Uh, I don't know. I'd say deep state over bureaucracy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, yeah, the deep state is actually Hawkins himself. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Hawkins? Jeremy Hawkins! He's he's president and QC. Oh my god. Well, presumably, they're all Jeremy Hawkins. That way, if one dies, another takes his place. Is it like uh, Jeremy Hawkins the first, Jeremy Hawkins the second, Jeremy Hawkins the third kind of thing? Is it? I think it's like a Spartacus thing. Where, like, you know, we are all the Borg, we are all Spartacus, we are all Jeremy Hawkins. That's kind of wholesome and nice. I kind of like that. See, I would posit that the cheese And they are all dyed orange. I would say that the cheesies are uh, just letters that they use as their counting system within this cult that owns a Hawkins brand named Hawkins. So, like, Roman uh, numerals, but, like, using cheesies. So you're represent. This is Hawkins, the, probably, like, the 30th or something. Mm, yes, I agree. Uh, the next will be the Cheez-Its, and then that will be the next king of Hawkins brand. Oh, over time. Like, it went the a little bit has... too far with that. I'm we... sorry. That's all right. We've gone deep. We exposed the conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Does Does Hawkins make any other products that you guys know of? Fuck they don't no. need to, man. <laughs> They've attained perfection. Yeah, <laughs> they're really hitting Nirvana. The ultimate. Cheesy. It is really good. Like it's an Dude, addictive. Little I set. love a Hawkins brand cheesy. Yeah, and and they laid claim to www.cheesies.com. which is nice. pretty good. That's Dude, pretty... it's like a Kleenex thing because like when you reach for a Cheetos brand crunchy, you're asking for cheesies. Yeah, which is whack. Because this is what a cheesy is. It's like when yeah, you go to the yeah. max and you get a Slurpee and like, no, a Froster. <laughs> <laughs> or a Screamer if you're so lucky. But I, I love that the max has Screamers available uh, just standard now. Mm-hmm. Which is quite something. What is a Screamer? It's half ice cream, half Slurpee. Wow, that's too much. Can I, can I interject? Mm-hmm. Of course. It's not necessarily half ice cream, half, half oh. Slurpee. You control the oh portions. So uh, personally, I like... A little ice cream layer at the bottom, mm-hmm. a little bit, of, a little bit of Slurpee, a little more ice cream, and then much more Slurpee. Mm-hmm. So like we're talking like one inch layers at most, mm-hmm. and at the very top on the conical top of your Slurpee cup, fill that with ice cream. I Holy like it. There's shit. like a strata. There's like layers. You got a plan. I like this. You're a man of action. It's good. Mm-hmm. I have a refined. You considered this. <laughs> You're refined. Yeah. yeah. How long did it take you to come up with this technique? Uh, near immediately. I think I had one bad screamer. Because it's all about layering, for sure. 
because it's safe if you put all the Slurpee at the bottom, it's going to turn into the like ice juice separate. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But if you put a layer of ice cream at the bottom, it helps stop that. It keeps the top colder, stops Jesus. it from separating. There's a science behind this. Physicists get at us. Why does layering it help? What would your flavors be for the Slurpee part? I'm a traditionalist. I'd okay. say, like, if you're going to go for a screamer, I'd stick with, like, cream soda, root beer, orange. Maybe branch out to a Dr. Pep's. If you I had to, oh, yeah. I love it. But like nothing too exotic, nothing too fruity, nothing too fancy. What do you say about this combination, though? Something like cherry cola or some kind of cherry all throughout with like a vanilla screamer, right? That's just like asking for like something akin to pie in your face. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm okay with that. But right. I like I like cherries. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Cherry flavored anything? Tight. Okay. And and they're in season now too. Yes. Oh god. God, they're so good. But I've got to be careful because they're so cheap now, too. Uh, because yeah. they're almost out of season, so I'll get, like, bags and bags and bags of them. Dude. Until I get very, very sick. Yeah. Which <laughs> I, is a bad idea. Yeah, I do the same thing. I literally, I'm like, this, every summer, I'm like, this is the time for me to get sick off fucking cherries. Because <laughs> I need to, like, I'm going to, like, I'm going to face the next 11 months without any cherries, any fresh cherries. So I'm going to go ham. On those cherries. Yeah. Or, or they're going to be like $20 a bag. Oh, Do you guys yeah, have that something. moment? I'll have moments where I'm like, oh, this is really cheap, but I'll take a frequent 420 to the grocery shop. So <laughs> I like a lot of the time I think things are cheaper than they actually are. So I'll get stuck in the like, oh, it's actually 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still going to get when it. When they put grapes by the pound, you're like, wait, no, <laughs> this is like not the appropriate price. Yeah. Have you ever put grapes back while you're in the cashier line? Yeah, no. of course, because you're like, oh, these grapes were $19. Exactly. I just yeah. bite my tongue and I go with it. No matter what it is, I'm like, Oy! You <laughs> suck it up? Yes. Wow. Let's take a little break here. I'm going to pour a, a palate cleanser. <laughs> a palate cleanser. Oh, my God. Sugary beverages, though. I'm not a big fan. Well, sorry, bitch. <laughs> I mean, oh, I guess not bad. I'm glad I'm going to taste it. Well, I guess we could pour both of these while we're... I don't know why I would do one at a time. <laughs> I don't want to have a second round of this. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we, for the listeners, we are going with our orange theme, because I found Coca-Cola Orange Sorbet, which is uh, amongst the most bizarre flavors you could probably make a Coca-Cola, I'm thinking. An orange, like, it, it is not an orange soda, it is a Coca-Cola that is orange flavored. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that weird. You know what, I feel like it will be disappointingly normal. Okay. The concept is really weird, though, to all me. Right. All you right. know, and maybe that's my sheltered existence, but... Orange and, like, caramel colas do not seem like they would mix well. We're about to find out, I feel like. Let us explore. Oh, cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Clinky. Clink, clink. I'm into it. Don't hate it, but, like, in the same I, realm of, like, Coca-Cola in general. That I, I am like. not into it. <laughs> well, what what don't you like, Taylor? I would say that the flavors, as, as I postulated in my intro, I don't think they mix. I don't think orange... Oh, I love the wafting. That's amazing. It doesn't smell like orange. Yeah, I don't like, I don't taste the difference between cola orange and cola orange together. I think they all just taste the fucking same to me. I hate, man, I hate pop. I, I taste the cola-ness, and then I feel like I also taste a sharp orangeness, And it kind of tastes more like a vanilla Coke than any other cola yeah. I've tried. Good point. Because you can taste the sorbet-iness a little bit. Yeah. But the orange sharpness comes somewhere else in the flavor profile that does not agree with the other two. It's certainly an aftertaste. It's like an afterthought. Which, yeah. is, which is weird. You yeah, taste it taste vanilla goes... Coke, and then you hear this, you get this sharp citrus burst at the end. Yeah. Which, but the citrus burst is more just like, you just say sharp instead of any of the sweetness you would associate with the orange. Yeah. It's kind of like the, the Wonka... Uh, flavored gum with like six flavors in one where it takes a moment to get to each phase like breakfast, mm-hmm. lunch, dinner. You like really do not like well, this. That orange aftertaste <laughs> is ex- incredibly unpleasant. Yeah. I think like it's like, got three notes like most things do. So does music. I would pause it. But um, <laughs> like first of all it's like the cola and then you get a little speck of orange and then it's the vanilla afterwards. But like that's because it doesn't all go together I feel like I am not drinking a mixed beverage. I feel like I'm drinking one than the other. It kind of tastes like ordering a cocktail that they have mixed inadequately. Basically, yes. Because it doesn't taste like a new thing. It just tastes like the things smushed together. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm into it. Now, would you say that you're normally... uh, Are you a fan of colas overall? I would say so, yeah. I like cola. I like... Mm. Bitter and weird tasting colas normally, mm-hmm. if, I, if I can get it. So maybe that's why this appeals to me. 
Uh, I like a good, like a Chinodo. You guys ever had Chinodo? What is that? Uh, San Pellegrino used to make it and carry it in Canada. It's like a very, very bitter orange. It doesn't taste like orange at all, so it's nothing mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. But it's just like a slightly less sweet, very, very bitter. It's like an Italian beverage. Mm-hmm. Now you can only get like Italian imported stuff. But it's great. That sounds almost like a, like a club soda where they have like the flavor and then they add the mineral water or they add the actual soda. Right. Uh, well, it's or not, Italian it's, soda, I guess. Well, it's uh, it's it's definitely like a Coke consistency. Oh, so, okay. So yeah, oh, it's sorry. Not, it's not I, I can see why you thought that. Yeah. I did say Italian soda, <laughs> so that's my fault. No, that's okay. I just like I, there's so many options when it comes to like these uh, sparkling types of beverages and I like I like some of them and I'm like I don't know what the right words are most of the time because like I confuse. Soda, sparkling, and mineral water all the time. Let us move on. Now we've had our cheesy appetizer. Yeah. We've had a uh, an aperitif drink. <laughs> uh, let us then move on to uh, the main course, which will be Tesco's finest beef steak and spice mustard crinkle cut potato and chips. Although isn't, crinkle cut? isn't Tesco like a UK? It is. Yeah. Okay. This was imported by Richmond, BC. British Columbia. <laughs> I'm sure that's important. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just reading things on the bag. I'm, I'm looking at the, the graphic design. I really actually like the, the purple and black that it has going. It's very classy. It looks very classy. I'm like, this is this is probably what an Earl would eat if he was eating a potato chip while watching some Desperate Housewives. Yeah. I think this is like the, the working class chip for men. It looks fancy, but, mm-hmm. I, but I think it's for the blue collar British common man. Uh, it's for the common man who wishes to eat his potato chip like a lord. Yeah. Who exclusively eats his beefsteak with mustard. Mmm. Mmm. Is that a common Spiced thing? Spiced mustard. Yo, know, I gotta tell you, I... Now, I'm prejudiced. I don't like mustard overall. But I have never eaten a steak in a mustard. I've eaten a pretzel in a mustard. I've eaten a hot dog in a mustard. Mm-hmm. But a steak in a mustard? Seems odd. Uh, maybe on a good sandwich. Oh, a sandwich in a mustard, yeah. Yeah. So you don't you don't like mustard as a rule? I, I, well, I would say like I'm just like not stoked. Oh, okay. Like you know, it's like I will eat it, but I'm not like mustard me up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a barbecue sauce, maybe a cheese, maybe some onions or some bacon. Mm. Okay, I'll give you that. Now those are the things I like on a hot dog slash other thing you would put mustard on. Uh, mustard is a flavor like I don't know something that you kind of have to adapt to, like a beer or a wine or whatever. And mustard I used to hate and. Like, I was weirdly drawn to it, and I think, like, it's because it's bitter and sour. And now, as I get older, I like those things. <laughs> Let us delve into the beefsteak and mustard. You could tell it was British because it said beefsteak. Here, we do not have to specify. Oh my fucking god, I love this. It tastes like ramen. It's great, right? That's so, what I think of when I eat it. It's this delicious. This is an incredible chip. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. So, uh, when I was a kid... There's a store called Marks and Spencer's in Heritage Mall in Edmonton. My, one of my favorite dirt malls in Edmonton overall. Mm-hmm. And it's like a British grocery store slash clothing store. It's a department store, but they sell food. So I grew up with chips like this. Meat-flavored chips, roast chicken, gravies, mm. prawn. We have a lot of prawn mm. chips, and it's weird. But now I can't like get it out of my system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when they knock down the mall to put in LRT stuff and, and the like, which is great, I couldn't get beef-flavored chips. Oh, my God. I couldn't do it. And now they're finally back. Yes. So I'm stoked. Nice. Where did you get these? I got these at Save on Foods. Yes! Yeah. Wow. My so, favorite story. <laughs> so they're accessible to you. Oh my god, I'm so excited. This is a, an amazing discovery for me. Because I like the, like, the umami of this chip so much. It's so good. Oh my god, I'm pumped. This is good umami, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were eating some, uh, some UK tooties, uh, fruities, and, <laughs> and pastilles. We were eating some UK candy, mm. and that was a delight, too. Mm-hmm. You guys had a UK episode? Not, you no. know, we'd never plan a theme. Okay. Uh, someone just brought us some snacks. It was delightful. And I'm like, maybe the UK has a full world of snacks to explore. I think I brought the pastilles or pastilles, yeah. whatever yeah. they were. I saw prawn chips when I was in the UK, and I was like, no. No. I would 100% I was, try it, but I like weird. I was asking the guy uh, who I was uh, hanging out with, uh, who's from the UK, I was like, yo, Dan, should I get, should I get some of these prawn chips? And he's like, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, what if you asked one person in Canada who doesn't like all dressed, and they were like, no, don't get the all dressed, you would have missed out on a fucking world of all dressed chips. Fuck that, that guy. It should be a crime. All right. Exactly. All right. Fuck you, Dan. <laughs> yeah, Dan. Yeah, Dan. Get the hell Oh, wait. Out. No, I thought it was some random. <laughs> Not somebody we know. I'm sorry, Dan. I Fuck you, know. Dan. From me. <laughs> You're okay, Dan. You sound like a jerk-off, Dan. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Dan. Dan's Go. really sweet. Mm-hmm, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Dan. 
All right. Well, <laughs> let's uh, let's get some final thoughts. Let's let's all give one adjective to describe the uh, beef steak and spice mustard Tesco's finest uh, potato chip. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take Ready. a second. Take a second. Deeply satisfying. It tastes like ramen noodles put into some kind of like gravy type sauce and then eaten as a pasta, but like crunchy. You know what? When you said gravy, that really brought it together for me. I'm like, that's the third flavor. It's like yeah. beef and gravy and mustard. Oh, yeah. you think there's like an au jus hiding in there somewhere? Well, there's something going on in there where it's like, I don't know. It tastes like, for some reason, the so crunchiness really? is very familiar to ramen to me. And there's like a beefiness to it that's also like ramen. Like those cheap, make your own. Uh, and it has an intense saltiness yeah. to it. That other beef flavored chips are like, I've had like the rib chips or whatever that have not had. Is, yeah. It's very salty as well. But on the other hand, it also has this like gravy taste that finishes off. And I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. I really, I really like this podcast. I love it. But I have to say one thing, one one detractor, mm-hmm. is that the podcast limits the use of a bag, so that we can't share from a bag, so that we can't have the chip slide experience at the end. Like, if we ate this whole bowl, because we put it in a bowl, we can't do the chip bag kickback and get all like, mm. the particles, mm. drink the particles. Do you guys do this? Am I alone on this? this oh, hell, hell yeah, An important man. part yeah? of like, the snacking experience. Good. And that, like, there, we've discussed often, like, the Cheeto dust that remains, not the Cheeto, yeah, the Cheeto dust and the uh, Doritos dust that remains on your fingers after you've finished eating something. Pouring and, a like, bag of chips into your face after yeah. eating it is like, oh. you got to use all the parts of the chip. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Be plain disrespectful. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, if you ever eat, like, a, you ever crush a bag of cherry blasters and there's just that precious sugar <laughs> at the bottom of the bag. Oh, sweet, sweet sugar. Uh, I used to like that. Now I'm not a big fan of the like the sugary bits. I'm like, ooh, too sweet. <laughs> do you think you would get an endorphin rush from not actually like eating the contents of the powder of whatever it is, but just from kinking the bag, straightening it out, and getting that corner all top so you can get all the chip dust in you? Mm, it's the tail wagging the dog. Yeah. Mm, no, that's definitely not a Mia thing to do. So I get like anxious at the idea. I'm like, I'm going to get dust all over myself. Yeah, Mia would be texting me being like, Taylor, I, I drink, I eat too much dust. <laughs> Why did I do this to myself? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. All right, well, let us have a, another refreshing beverage before we move on to the, the Mad Liz portion. Now, uh, Grant, you want to tell us about this second orange beverage you brought? Uh, this is Iron Brew, the national drink of Scotland. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a vibrant, violent orange. Uh, it's both like Oilers out- orange. Yeah, both outside and, and inside. It is a very Edmonton Oilers color scheme. I yeah. suppose it is. I'm noticing that there's no O in Iron Brew. Mm-hmm. Indicating to me that Scotland does not, in fact, have any, any O's in it. <laughs> Scotland. I mean, it explains a lot of things. Anyway, sorry, you were telling us about Skitland. this beverage. Oh, uh, yeah, it's it's like the national soda. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a so, while, you couldn't get it in Canada mm-hmm. because they used a, a, an orange dye, an orange dye, <laughs> that, uh, that was illegal because it's like a carcinogen or something. Oh, but the, oh but the, U, the UK was like, yeah, who cares? But in Canada, they were a little more stringent about it. But this should be, if I'm not wrong, yeah, this is made in Glasgow. Uh, so this is the real stuff. We will die slowly by drinking it. It says it has caffeine and quinine, which is good. No malaria for us. <laughs> quinine? Yeah. I think that's what you use to treat malaria. All right. All right. Wow. All right, bruise. <laughs> bruise. Love it. Jeez. <laughs> wow, that's like creamy. That's like a cream so cream soda. Is it orange cream soda? Is that? Like- I guess so. I've never heard it reduced to such simple terms. <laughs> oh no! Wow, but, no, but apt. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm like just trying I think to figure you're right. out because, like, I was looking at it and I have no idea what it's supposed to taste yeah. like based on the can. I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking orange soda, but that's just because the can is orange and I'm an idiot. Yeah, so. it makes me think of cream soda 100. percent It's actually like I like it. It's not. It's weirdly not too sweet, even though it's extremely sweet. Yeah, I'm very it confused by it. Kind of, kind of creamy like a cream soda, but then it has like a strange like a citrusiness, but not a sourness. Yeah, kind of tastes like a little bit of lime at the end. It's like a vanilla at the end. There's yeah, that creamy vanilla-ness. Oh man, this is a strange brew. It is the original and best according to the can. It's a strange brew. It's a strange Strange brew. brew. Strange. um, I can't do it. When will the urn effects take place? (laughs) They've already started. Oh, okay. Yeah. That is fun to say. Urn brew. It looks. It looks like it's actually, in fact, like a blood orange oh. color on the inside. Yeah, I wish. I wish you could see it in the cup. It's vibrant. It's violently orange. Right. It's lovely. I mean, violently orange. I like the, orange. Orange I like the idea of a violent oh, orange. What, what would an iron iron brew? 
I suppose that God be. It oh. wouldn't be like a violent orange like this dude. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like a weird, really strong Donald Trump character. Is he like an amorphized, amorphized orange? Anthropomorphized. Anthropomorphized. Holy shit! If this guy was supposed to be a built orange, <laughs> if we zoom in on his face, he's actually got like little seeds. <laughs> I love it. But I picture him as like a Jack LaLanne kind of guy. Like, oh. I'm only strong because I drink oh. my iron brew. Well, yeah. I mean, Whoa. I'm not wrong. This is a very orange soda. There that you is go. incredibly orange. Brew. <laughs> iron brew. <laughs> oh, we keep losing countries. <laughs> we were making fun of Italy. <laughs> Scotland's off the table now. Yeah, well, you know, with my horrible accent, it could be Ireland, too. So mm-hmm. Ireland? Fuck it is you, Ireland, Ireland, just in case. Whoa, no. Aw, oh, I like the Irish. Way to have your whole island, dickheads. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> All right, uh, so, like, I don't know. I like the Iron Brew as a cream soda pop, but... Yeah, and that's fair. <laughs> I'm going to give it a review, which may may offend Scotland. Not deliberately. So, I think the Iron Brew kind of tastes like... A very fancy soda. It tastes nice. It tastes kind of like a Jones soda, but I do not see a life where I'm crushing this soda because it ha- it lacks a lot of the lightness. Maybe it's characteristic of the Urn Brew is it feels heavy to me. Oh, okay, like a very yeah. complex soda, whereas like a, an orange pop or like a, a Mountain Dew or something, you could just be like, right. whereas a you know an Urn Brew feels like I would. Uh, a sippin' soda? <laughs> it does feel heavy, but that could be because of the uh, orange soda that we just drank. The cola, orange, Maybe. orange cola? There's no, like, bright carbonated sting in it, like like you get with, like, a fresh Coke. Mm. Oh, that's uh, true. It's not as mouth-hurty. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like it's kind of like English beer, like flat and warm. Yeah, that's how you're supposed to drink it. It tastes a little thicker. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. it's supposed to definitely taste heavier than a soda. And I love a soda. I like I like this drink. I just feel like it is not... like It's it's more like a thing I would get one of, drink it and be like, hmm, that was nice. Right. Whereas mm-hmm. if I'm like getting a soda for a party, I'm getting like a flat of like 12 of like something else. <laughs> I, lo- I love the idea of you coming to a party with a six-pack of soda. Like, oh, hey guys! <laughs> I bring a... 12 pack or a 2 4 or if you're going camping you're like we gotta get a bunch of sodas fair enough yeah. but just soda mm. well I mean you have liquor as well and other <laughs> drinks like it's sodas only that's my policy I still like this though like hey guys I got a 2 4 diet spritz up let's go you know I came into a party last weekend with a, with a 12 pack of sodas did you yeah I had I got a, a, a flask of fireball and then I went and found some weird <laughs> Ginger ale lemonade combo. Very nice. Which ginger ale is like my favorite drink probably. And mm-hmm. then like lemonade probably like my second favorite drink. Crazy. Put those together and you have some weird hybrid that was pretty good. Yeah, right. Ginger ale is amazing. I love ginger ale. Indeed. Canada dry ginger ale. <laughs> have we talked about the fact that <laughs> oh in Egypt, God. there's a, a common saying in Egypt. If you tell an Egyptian person you're Canadian, they might just shout at you, Canada dry never die. <laughs> what? Which is the most amazing thing that's ever been said associated with Canada. But apparently it's something that Egyptians say. Was it like a marketing campaign from the 70s that just like stuck? It must be. Like that's what uh, my buddy Gary was there and he was saying that. And uh, and then I was like, no way. And then I looked it up online and there was like nine or ten travel blogs. like, I told you I was Canadian. And they shouted this strange phrase at me. <laughs> so Canada dry, never die. Does that mean that uh, Canadian ginger ale like rejuvenates you and gives you like strength <laughs> and longevity? Or is it just like, oh, Canada dry? Never die. Like it's like it's a weird. It's uh, like an order, a command. Yeah, yeah they're telling like, you this. Yeah, huh. but I, I feel like it's a promise. Something about the bubbly lightness of Canada Dry will keep you youthful forever. And if you bathe in it every day, you'll be immortal. So we should all take ginger baths. Yeah, why not? Ooh. Although, holy shit, I feel like anywhere you got ginger ale would be very stingy. <laughs> <laughs> stingy. <laughs> you know that, like, well, maybe it's like when you're sick and you have to let it. Like, lay flat for a little while. Like, let the ginger ale go flat and then bathe in it. Because I'm thinking the carbonation in the ginger would be a bad combo for, like, my eyes, <laughs> my mucous membranes. Fair enough. Maybe Gross. it might be good for your skin, though. Like a gentle exfoliant. Mm. Bubbles rising off your skin. You know what? This, this nope. could be our nice big spa I'm treatment. Saying, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we are trying to figure out if we could become immortal by bathing in Canada Dry. So, but mm. Canada Dry never die. All right, let's take a little break to move into our... Key segment, the the linchpin of the show, Mad Libs. <laughs> linchpin. <laughs> I don't know. I love it's it. It's a weird word. Come it on. is a weird word. I, I like that you thought it was funny. I but appreciate that. Well, not funny. It's just like, well, I guess I laugh at things that aren't funny. Damn. <laughs> laugh at me all the time. That's sad. More of like an uncomfortable chuckle. Right. 
Grant, when was the last time you did a, uh, a Mad Lib? Oh, junior high school? Oh, okay. I would assume. Do you have any, like, were you were you a big Mad Lib when you were a child? Did you no. do a lot of Mad Libs? No, no I, I might have done this, like, a half dozen times. Oh, I'm excited. So, so it's pretty okay. fresh. Where do you get Mad Lib books? Can you um, just get them in chapters or something? Yeah, you, uh, I mean, you could very easily make your own Mad Libs, but I went to go get the best of Mad Libs, which were surprisingly expensive to get at chapters. I feel like, yeah, yeah. I, would, I would go to Amazon. You should have went to Kohl's Books. It was a Kohl's, actually. Oh, yeah? Which is Chapters. I guess. I think they're all the same now. Chapters, Kohl's, and Indigo. Mm-hmm. They are uh, a monolithic company. Why don't they unite under one name? They've been real estate very heavily. <laughs> it's very strange. I did not know this until after I worked at Chapters, but I'm like, oh, like Chapters supports Israel. Do they for real? For realsies. Like, how, how vocally? Heather Reisman donated $3 million to Israel. So the oh. CEO of Chapters. That's odd. It's, okay. it's an odd connection. Yeah. So Israel is one of Heather's picks? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. <laughs> Just fucking close the podcast. We're done. That's, <laughs> it's, it's, like, we, like, end on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, God. Okay. Grant, as, our, as my beloved guest, I give you the choice. Would you like to Mad Lib about how to serve a tennis ball or even lunch? Which, odd title. It has an ellipse in it. Or beauty advice. Oh, beauty advice. All right, let's do yeah. some beauty advice. Could you begin, please, with an adjective? Saucy. Saucy. Mm. Mia, will you please give me an adjective? Rambunctious. And I will say a part of the body, sphincter. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, and uh, will you say a noun, please, Grant? Cubicle. Cubicle. All right. And a type of container, please, Mia. Barrel. I no, mean, no, no I, I do like the word barrel. There's so many things that could be a container. All right, and I have to do a liquid. I'm going to say Ernber. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, a plural noun, please, Grant. A plural noun. Jugglers. Wow. wow. Okay, Mia, a plural noun for you, too, please. <laughs> Timbits. <laughs> Timbits? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, All right, yeah. and I will say an adjective, and that adjective will be delicious. Okay, and adjective from you, please, Grant. Ejaculatory? Wow. <laughs> Ejaculatory. Is that too much? Uh, no. Nope. We, we talked about the Van Wilder scene where a dog ejaculates into an eclair, so we're, we're, there's no well, limit for us. Fair enough. Yeah. Is it really an eclair at that point, though? Because like, isn't that like a, a fluffed cream? Wouldn't it be more like a custard-based thing in oh. terms of texture? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. Let's not resume this. Okay. No? Okay. <laughs> okay. Woo. And then, uh, Mia, I can't, I can't, now. I'm sorry. sorry. Every time I see that scene, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, we talked about the trauma we had about that scene. They <laughs> <laughs> made eating yeah. some donuts very difficult. Yeah. Was that dog a Boston Terrier? A Boston it was a oh, Boston Terrier? No. Mm. Terrible. Ask me. I'm Ask me your man. <laughs> you are home. Okay, and now, please, Mia. And I need an adjective vigorously. Mm -hmm. And really changed, uh, really colored that conversation. Another (laughs) adjective, please. Feathery? Feathery. Mm. All right, and an adjective for you, please, Mia. Temporary. Did you get an adverb? Yeah, I I got thrown the adverb. I'm gonna say pathetically. Ooh. Yeah, that's an adverb, right? An adjective for you, please, Grant. (laughs) Sorry, you're so good. Stonily? Stonily, yeah, that, that, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll allow it. Yeah. And uh, Mia, a person in the room. Oh, like, oh my god. There's only three of us. Taylor, sorry, I'll say you. Alright. Sorry. <laughs> Alright. What room? <laughs> Which room? In the room of the story? I thought story? they were yeah, in the story. <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Uh, Grant, uh, I'm going to let you in on uh, some beauty advice that I've been getting lately. I've been reading a lot of uh, like Cosmo and uh, Mary Claire. And, is that a magazine? That, yeah, Mary Claire. Yeah. yeah, all right. And then some okay. some FHM and some Vogue. <laughs> getting all the bases covered for what we're looking for in Beautiful. Grant, I don't mean to offend you when I say your skin, you look like you have a saucy skin type. <laughs> and for people with your, uh, your rambunctious skin, uh, you can cure that condition with the following regimen that I'm, uh, I'm about to outline for you. So every morning, before washing your sphincter, <laughs> massage it gently with a cubicle oh. that has been soaked overnight in a barrel full of warm urn brew. Mm, so get delicious. some warm urn brew, soak a cubicle in it, and then use that to massage your sphincter before you wash it. Yeah. That sounds great. 
Very um, like uh, it's, it's very simple. Right? Very, it's a very simple regimen. It's a simple <laughs> trick. It's a it's honestly a life hack. I know yeah. it's overused, but yeah. do you think like you rub yourself against the cubicle, or you pick up the cubicle and like? Well, rub that's it the thing. So light and modular, so you can pick it up. God bless cubicles. God bless them. Yeah, uh, and carpeted like on the walls. So Ooh. that's something. All right, and then after you've uh, massaged your sphincters, you mix together some jugglers with some timbits until the mixture becomes. What the fuck did this say? Oh, delicious. Delicious. <laughs> then mix together some jugglers and some timbits until the mixture becomes delicious and pat it onto your ejaculatory face for five minutes. <laughs> Ew. Okay, and then once it's been on your face for five minutes, you remove it with a sack mm-hmm. and wash your face with vigorous water. Yep. Do not admit, omit this feathery step or your skin will become temporary. <laughs> oh, God. That wow. is horrifying. Whoa, mm-hmm. they left that in the fine print. Yeah. So, so if you don't wipe off your ejaculate with a sack, then... You, no, 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 you're getting it all wrong. You have to oh, mix okay. together your jugglers and your timbits. You take that taste test. If it's delicious, pat it on your face with the ejaculates. Oh, no, you have to pat it on your face ejaculatory. No, your face yeah. is all, like, your face is ejaculatory. So it means that, like, the ejaculate is already on your face, and you have to pad that mixture onto uh, the ejaculate. Uh, some steps were missing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. They, it, like, really cut to the, it's pretty you know, the finer points. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, this Mad Lib has been edited for brevity, apparently. <laughs> all right, and then after that, we remove with a sack, wash our face vigorously, with vigorous water, do not admit this step, your skin becomes temporary, blah, 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 blah. But if you do this regimen pathetically every day, soon you'll become as stony as Taylor. Aww. <laughs> and yeah. that is beauty advice from Mad Libs. <laughs> By you. Good, good, good job, Mad Libs. That's nice, very nice. If you want to become as stony as me, please write snackcitypodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Good ones. Not like, you suck. I mean, you could also send that. We're very lonely. <laughs> <laughs> so we've eaten our appetizer, our, uh, uh, our Hawkins brand cheese appetizer, which we're all still snacking on. Mm-hmm. We've eaten the main course, the beef steak and spice mustard uh, crinkle cut chips. Man, that was good. And we had some delicious beverages. Uh, <laughs> we've had some beverages. Okay, Iron Brew is, I, I love just, I love everything Iron Brew is except for the taste, but I love, <laughs> <laughs> I love the can, I love the orange man lifting the brew part. That's mm-hmm. hot. It's great. Anyway. All right. Oh, hot orange brew. Hot orange brew. Iron. All sorry. right. So you love the promotional department of Iron Brew. Fuck yeah. yeah. Get, get me some of this nice classic can action. All right. And then we move on to our dessert, which Mia has been gracious enough to bring us not one, but two different kinds of Oreos. Mia, Indeed. do you want to detail what, what these Oreos are? Sure. Do we have a preference on which uh, which takes center stage? Uh, introduce, let's with? introduce them both and then we'll... we'll Taste test them at our leisure. All right, all right. So I brought mint Oreos and I brought cinnamon bun Oreos. Mm-hmm. I had the option of bringing like just chocolate chocolate Oreos or like vanilla vanilla Oreos, but then I went with the solid and like solid choice of cinnamon bun Oreos because I've never tried that before. Yeah. And mint Oreos are a decisive kind of snack. Oh, Because like you Oreos, either yeah. hate or love mint with chocolate. Mm-hmm. And I'm only recently on the mint with chocolate train, but I, I'm very much on it. Yeah. Mint chocolate chip ice cream, for example, is that something you like? Yeah. I would not, I, I don't usually choose it, but when I, someone's like, do you want some mint chocolate chip ice cream? And I have it. Delightful. Or mint chocolate chip ice cream sandwich. Oh. That's a treat. It's truly incredible. Yeah. That's not just a snack, that's a fucking treat. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> new levels. Yeah, no, it's like refreshing. We should have a rating system at the end. Be like, rate this snack. You're like, eh, trash <laughs> snack. Treat. Yeah, do you, do you guys have a scale that, that you judge these food items on? No, no it's, not been, it's uh, all subjective and yeah. feelings based. A feel okay. I don't want ratings. I don't want scientific <laughs> measurement. I oh, want no. feelings and subjectivity only. Yeah, but, that but way then, we could, we're afraid of inspiring fanaticism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want to further divisions that are tearing our country apart. <laughs> but at year's end, how can you stack up which food item was the best? There but, is no best snack. It's there is all, no best snack. It's Whoa. snack anarchy. Okay. Well, it's kind of like how there is no leading pine cleaner, right? You know, there they're all no- the best. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and you don't really know who the nine out of ten doctors are, dentist. But I would also, I, I, I would say I love snacks. It's like asking which book is best, right? Like I love a book. Some books not good, but most books I like. There are different snacks for different occasions. I'm often trying to finesse where exactly the snack fits in my life. 
You know, because some snacks I'm like, ooh, this is like a great snack for like just me, or this is a great snack to bring to a party. Right, but this is it's a sunny summer Sunday afternoon. Oh yeah, and, and this is the pro. And the sometimes it's very specific, where it's like if someone brought this to my birthday party, I would eat it, <laughs> or if I like saw this on at a buffet, I might get it. Yeah, or it's cloudy, not that chip. No, there's I mean, also some like societal cues to what like you should bring to like a party or like a different kind of party. If you bring the wrong snack to the wrong party, you didn't feel it out. You're a garbage human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But here we 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 allow all sex. We have no we have no preference. You're inclusive. That's good. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. all garbage is welcome here. Yeah. So I want to include that cookie in my tummy. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, let's one? dive in. We're uh, we're prevaricating. I'm gonna get the mints going. Okay. I'll, I grabbed three as if I was gonna give one to each of us, but I'm just gonna eat them all. You're very silly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with the cinnamon boons because I have never tried this before, and I'm excited. I'm gonna pass these to you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I will take one. Well, I'm going to come out and say the mint Oreo is delicious. Yeah, is it? I'm surprised. I, I feel like that's not something that's really up your alley. You know what, Mia? I'm a man of multitudes. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. The cinnamon bun Oreo is some next level good shit. It is like fall in your mouth. Like It's like a pumpkin spice without the fucking pumpkin spice. It's, it's, I don't, you gotta try it. There's something very fall-y about it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I want it to be bad so I can make a folly pun. <laughs> You're right, Mia, it is folly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It tastes... It's like a Dunkaroo, but next level. Sorry. That's okay. It tastes just like a mall food court. It's Dude, exactly what I wanted. This is a motherfucking Dunkaroo in, like, cookie form. <laughs> Like, it is exactly a fucking Dunkaroo. But you don't have to stress about icing representation on your cookie. The ratio! Yeah. It's perfect. I love this snack. That's a high high review that it is a Dunkaroo Mm -hmm. cookie form. Were you guys uh, icing hoarders? Would you, like, limit yourself on the previous cookies and then just go... Sometimes I would just eat them dry. Dry (laughs) and and spicy. But then you have a fucking Mondo scoop. You save that last perfect disc one, not one of the weird crinkle shapes. Like this, but now it's a, like a baton. It's like a stick. Is it? It's like a cookie stick when you get a Dunkaroo. Oh, yeah. Well, it's more convenient. I guess you don't get like your dirty fingernails into the icing bowl, which would help. Yeah, but today's kids, you know, they don't know the struggle. <laughs> they don't have don't <laughs> the discipline of eating like 12 Dunkaroo's cookies so you can have two that were just heaped with icing. <laughs> it builds character. It builds it's character to suffer. <laughs> it's important. Just like drinking all the powder from the liquor stick so that you can just chew on that liquor stick at the end. I don't think I've ever had a liquor stick. I don't oh, know no? that I've ever a, a fun finished dip. a liquor A, a, a liquor made slash fun dip. Yeah. Am I a sociopath or something? Mm-hmm. Like, is it. No, I, I might be. Is that it's a sign of psychosis? Did you say that you poured it into your mouth so that you didn't have to use the stick? Because I wanted to just suck on that stick. Just like chew, <laughs> chew it like a cigar, like a 40 year old mm. man chewing a cigar. Not lighting it, just like. Hmm. Why wouldn't you move to like Popeye sticks at that point? That's a good point. <laughs> let's let's get into it. Oh yes, let's. <laughs> because Why? Popeye sticks are so thin, and they make such a satisfying crunch. Mm. Like as soon as you crack it, it's real loud. It's real like it reverberates through your jaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't think I'd be able to resist the temptation. Mm-hmm. But a liquor stick, it's broad, it's flat, it's like a tongue depressor. It's made to sit in your mouth. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Of course, yeah. it's more important than like sometimes. <laughs> I mean, usually. Here's a little spear. Not terribly. <laughs> but that's a very interesting perception. Yeah, I've, I've never thought about, like... I'm pretty convinced that I've thrown out every lick of me about two-thirds of the way through when I'm just, like, dead of sugar high. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's a lot of sugar. It is, it is. But if, like, if you ever want to reach your goals of pre-diabetes, there's only one way to get there, Taylor. So I prefer to eat a lot of carbs. That's my uh, route. Mm-hmm. Carbs and cheese. Not your vegetables, definitely. Never your vegetables. I'm going to go on record and say, fuck vegetables. <laughs> Why can't you just grow candy? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. You have to insult the, like, the, the vegetables like that. They can hear you, you know. You know what? I don't care at all. How much of myself am I going to cut out of this episode? Probably <laughs> Is this a vegetable, technically? Um, if it's colorful, it is a vegetable. That's the law now. Yeah. Well, there was there mustard on the beef steak and spiced mustard critter cutter. Mustard is a vegetable. What? Mustard's a vegetable. It grows in the ground. <laughs> Cheese is mustard a vegetable. Seed. Mm-hmm. All right. So I gotta say I had a mint uh, cookie after the cinnamon bun. And I, dude, I, it's just not the same. I feel no, like I've never right. had an Oreo as good as the cinnamon bun Oreo. Yeah. Oh, the cinnamon bun Oreo is fucking. It is a revelation. 
I think it is dangerous. It is so good. I hate myself. What have we unleashed upon our unsuspecting society? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I've done to myself. Like, I don't know how this is going to change my life. This is incredible, but I feel like there's still something missing. Like, I love it. It is a dunker in cookie form. So good. Amazing. But it, I feel no joy. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it the lack of dunking? Maybe yeah, I was going to say that. Are, are you like, you're, you're maybe, getting the maybe. flavor of Dunkaroos, but you're not, you don't have the let, physical let me see if action I can, if of dunking. I can change the, the icing cookie ratio. Oh. I'm going to pop it, uh, pop the top off, and maybe that will help. Have you thought about maybe dipping it in milk? Add to that umami taste? Maybe I just missed the illicitness. <laughs> maybe I missed the struggle. Maybe I missed having to like, hide in my room and like quietly eat Dunkaroos in the dark. So right. Like, like sneak in a snack from upstairs kind of thing. Or, like, we never got Dunkaroos all the time. It was very selective. It was like a treat for us mm-hmm. in our lunch bag. Mm-hmm. So, like, sometimes I would trade out for it, you know, with a, with a buddy. Mm-hmm. And then and then you got that rush, too, because, like, you weren't meant to have this. Mm-hmm. Mom, Mom and Dad can't find out about this. And there was an illicit trade that happened. So you're, like, like a junkie or just, like, yes. I think changing the ratios helps, actually, for me. Mm-hmm. I think maybe what I was also experiencing was that it's not a challenging snack. It doesn't. It doesn't have a lot of character to it. It's just kind of like delicious and mm-hmm. like sugary. It's like eating a marshmallow. Okay. But changing up the ratio, having the first the really heavy icing and low cookie, and then the heavy cookie and less icing, really made it more interesting for me. I can see it. I, you're changing the texture and the structure of the cookie. Therefore, you're changing like the, the flavor. Yeah, I think it's uh, just too, it, it is a victim of its own perfection in that it is like kind of you just like are crushing it. You know what right. it is, dude? It's a basic bitch. Oh, it's so big. It, it is. It's like a good basic It's fish. incredible, and I like it. Yeah. But I'm like, how many of these would I buy? When, it's just like, like, if it's I'm in the mood good. for Oreo, I'm just going to go get an Oreo. It's too good. It's got, like, the nice everything, you know? And you're kind of like, fuck, I want you. Like, you're so bland because you're just good, you know? Well, uh, <laughs> we're harsh critics, apparently. <laughs> too good for us. <laughs> it is bland in the sense that it's round. It's got an arc to the flavor. It's like you start here and you end up over here. But with with the mint cookies, it's just like, yo, mints. Let's talk about mint. And it's right in your face right away. You can smell that mint Uh from like two inches in front of your mouth. Yeah. Like you get the mint flavor before you put it inside of you. And it lingers a lot. So like you feel really like, I don't know, refreshed afterward. It's a very nappy flavor. Yeah. It's crisp. Mm -hmm. It's very crisp. It's not round at all. Can I ask you a series of questions, Grant? Uh, yes. Okay. You strike me as a man who may have seen a television show called Star Trek. I've seen it, yes. Mm-hmm. And you're familiar with a, a warrior race called the Klingons? Yes. And they're all about honor, right? Yes. Would you account yourself a man of honor? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I, I think I like to imagine myself as a man of honor, but I'm not. I'm not. Well, would you like to test yourself and uh, see if maybe mixing the, the oh. cinnamon bun and the mint Oreo yes. is truly... I'm going to make one, so I recommend like let's both make one. Okay. And then we will go into the abyss together. Mia, do you want to come with? I mean, obviously. <laughs> we'll all reach the higher plane at the same time. You know, part of what uh, we're learning is that mixing and remixing and making the snack your own is a key part of the snacking experience. That's pretty damn good. Even That's going to be the thesis of our study. Even if Jennifer Q. Nabisco is, like, rolling over in her grave, like, you're taking my cookies apart? You know what? what she was doing? against the mixing of the races and the mixing of the cookies. Oh. <laughs> She she had no priority or her priorities were all Mr. Christie when he ran for governor was very segregationist. <laughs> yeah. They both had to Nabisco. He made good cookies but bad policy. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, this abomination is gonna be interesting. I like that you squeeze it together so much. Well, I'm do the I same. think I'm just I think I'm just a sloppy girl. Yeah. I'm gonna give him a wee spin. See if I can't like wow, yeah. really really get the flavors mixed. I like the way you're oh, making our own smash. a little boutique. They kind of look like, um, what are they called? Macarons. Macaroons? Macarons. Macarons. <laughs> yeah, they look like Not a French president, right? obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Slap it. One more time into the abyss. <laughs> are you guys going to go whole cookie in mouth? Or are we God, no, like I can't. Half bite? I'm going to do a solid half. Whole cookie? Half, in yeah, is good. Well, are you uh, challenging me to do whole cookie in mouth? I'm going to no. do a whole cookie. Well, let it not be said, I was too chicken. Yep, I'm just going to do a nice solid half because my mouth is not very big. I don't, I don't know what to do with myself. It tastes like Halloween. That was it tastes great. like a cupcake made for Halloween. I think that went way better than I thought it would. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. like it took away the worst features of both and made them both better. Like it took away that that sharp mint blast and smoothed it out a little bit, but it mm-hmm. gave that basic bitch quality. 
a little more texture. A yeah, little, a little more, more oomph. They work together very well. We said oomph at the same time. Jinx, Isn't you owe special? me a cola orange sorbet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, that was very interesting. That was cool. That was an intense flavor experience. Mm-hmm. But also, it probably helps that there was twice as much icing. Mm-hmm. Like just oh an God, insane was, amount of icing. It was, a, it was too much, if you ask me. It was I think like, my waist grew two sizes this day. <laughs> <laughs> so do we feed the boring cookie halves to the pigeons on the balcony? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Mia is a boring pigeon. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I called you boring. <laughs> The cookies are boring, not you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the old sea pigeon <laughs> living under the pier and such. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is uh, terrific. <laughs> uh, so the last thing we kind of do, uh, now that we have learned something new about snacking, that mm-hmm. you should probably mix all your snacks. Mm-hmm. You should mix some Cheetos with some, <laughs> some cinnamon bun Oreos. <laughs> I was going to say, like, what is that going to be like? I'm, I'm not going to suggest Oh, don't do it. No, don't. Grant, no. Oh, wow. He's going all in. I'm doing it. Shocking and appalling. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have found the limit. <laughs> and have gone... Well, mm. Grant has gone beyond it. I'm going to stay on this side of the fence. Yeah. It was real gross. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Terrific. Well, like, it turns out mustard and mint don't go well oh, together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't know that. That is not good. Oh my yeah. goodness. I think texture-wise, I should have put a crunch on both sides of the cookie. That was mm-hmm. mistake number one. So you mm. should have taken the tops off of each cookie and put, like, one sandwiched the, the saltiness within the sweet, sweet country. Mm. Strategic well, planning, you know? All right. That's, that's so what I do. One of, the, one of the things we do when we're ending the podcast is we talk about something that we are excited about that's coming up in Edmonton. Uh, Mia, have you ever been excited about anything? Never. I don't like fun. But I found it out looking at the website for Avenue. There's this like Chinatown walking tour coming up sometime like late July, which is very soon. <laughs> and it said that it's the largest, the Chinatown in Edmonton is the largest North American Chinatown. And I want to call bullshit because I've been to San Francisco and fuck no, there's no way. But maybe they mean by like area. So now I'm curious. I want to go to that thing just because, like, I want to ask all the important questions about how they measure the largeness of a Chinatown. Mm-hmm. Like, is it per stores or per community members or per per square mileage? You know, I got some questions. So I might mm-hmm. go to the uh, Chinatown tour. Cool. What yeah. day is that? I have no clue. I guess I could look it up while you guys discuss. Yeah, just look up <laughs> Avenue Magazine or pick it up. Most places like Avenue is pretty pretty common. It's a free magazine. It'll cost you zero dollars. Yeah, it's I, high uh, production quality. I just basically googled what like, was going on in Edmonton. Uh, Grant, you got what you got going on? Uh, I'm gonna go to Folk Fest next week. Mm-hmm. I think it's next week or two weeks away. Either way, what is, be, what is Folk Fest? Folk Fest is a folk music festival where you you sit in an uncomfortable low slung chair uh, and you watch a bunch of a bunch of older people get down, <laughs> which is nice. Uh, and you also get a plate of curry or a green onion cake, Ooh. which is very important to the experience. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. But it's going to be interesting this year because there's a bunch of LRT construction adjacent to it, right beside it. And I can't wait for it just to be a bunch of like 60-year-old retirees being like, this LRT is in my way, which I like. Yeah. I do like seeing old people having a good time. It gives me hope for the grim post-apocalyptic future where I am an old man at age like 48, <laughs> that I can still be with it. But then they change what it is, so, you know, you won't be with it. You know what? Honestly, I'm already at the point where what's it is new and scary to me, so I'm just, like, holding on to all of my old shit. Yeah, that's how they get you. Um, but, you know, I'm, like, conceding the ground to the young people. Yeah. I'm yeah. like uh, an indigenous tribe going up into the mountains and the hills <laughs> to escape the lowlands. <laughs> the lowlands. Youths. <laughs> yeah. The fucking youths. Fucking youths. I'm up high on the, on the top of my apartment in my condo. It's nice. Oh, and, uh, um, yeah, I heard Chinatown, June 21st to September 23rd. Oh, you can just go all the time. For lunch on Thursdays. Nice. So delightful for everybody who listens. I do see shopping. the free tours going around at lunch all the time now. Yeah, I've seen that a couple of times, and I'm interested to go. I, I think haven't you been can yet. catch one from uh, near Commerce Place on 101st Street and Jasper Ave. Nice. How are the free tours organized? Are they like in a in a convertible bus? Like you're in a, a not bus quite tour? like no? a hop on hop off or like no. You go to Halifax, which is in Nova Scotia, the center of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get on the Harbor Hopper, which is like an amphibious bus that like drives into the water eventually. I like that. I would like the idea of waving at people. Whenever I'm on tour or like in a bus, something I'm always like waving at people, and people are often waving back. <laughs> yeah, they enjoy it. People it's like nice to wave. People like getting waved at. 
But I think these are just walking tours, right? Yeah, they're just walking tours. Yeah. I think you just stand at a particular corner and one starts. Yeah. Oh. And I then, think... like, on I see, I've seen them on Facebook, so that's usually how I know about oh, okay. them. I think you should be obstinate and, like, wear rollerblades. Like, be, be a dick about it. Hmm. Interesting. What if you're horrible on rollerblades and crash into everything? Even better. Excellent. Excellent. Good. Good. I'm excited to, like, rollerblade around some construction downtown soon. If shirtless guitar guy can do it, then surely you can. Dude, he is, um, here's our spirit animal. Oh, I can't say that. That's racist now, isn't it? Mm. Appropriating? It is culturally appropriate, but I'll allow it. Okay, he's our spirit of Edmonton. He's your spirit man. He's our spirit? Spirit bro? I feel like rollerblading shirtless and playing the guitar on busy streets in Edmonton is like taking a risk. And that's the most Edmonton thing you can do. Wow. <laughs> Mia just brought it together just all by herself. Yeah. I feel bad now that I have to say what I'm looking forward to, which is uh, AJJ, formerly the FGI and Jihad, uh, <laughs> are playing at Starlight Room on August 12th. That's going to be a sick show. It's a good combination of punk-ish music, but folk-ish music. Mm. So, you know, like anger at the system, but also feelings. Oh, man, feelings. I love feelings. Feelings are great. Uh, if you have feelings, please write to us, <laughs> snacksdaypodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram, snacksdaypodcast. Grant, before you go, I have... A thing? A thing. Oh, I don't, I don't like where this is going. Truth be told. It, it, it is a box. It, it will be a box. It's like a lot of things. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's this box. I is mean, it a prize box? It is indeed a Is prize. this a toy chest? Indeed. Am I at Swiss Chalet right now? What's Possibly. happening? I have never been to a Swiss Chalet. So oh, man. Is there a toy box at Swiss Chalet? Yeah, you, there's a toy box, and it comes oh. with, like, styrofoam airplanes and parachute men. Dude, I've been looking for those styrofoam airplanes for months trying to get some in this prize box. I saw, I saw one at the dollar store that was, like, this big. Oh, see, we got these rubber band aviators. Those are those are the closest I could find. Can I wear them on my face like sunglasses? Oh, oh okay. That makes more sense. You can do whatever the so hell get, you want. I get one of these? You get one choice out of the prize oh. box, yeah. Okay. I got this idea from my dentist. My old dentist, like, when I was a child. Yeah, I used to get stickers I, and stuff. I cannot advocate the dinosaur rock. It's not very good. It, it drove me to madness because <laughs> I couldn't find all the bones. <laughs> you have to smash it up I, really I good. Sma- I smashed it into powder. <laughs> yeah, it was And could weird. not find all the bones. <laughs> De- off-brand Silly Putty. Yeah. That's what I definitely want. Ah, Color Putty. Color Putty. By Jaru. Jaru Incorporated. Jaru you know Incorporated. Yeah. You yeah. ever use, use that to make some like copyright? Like, ever put it on a, a comic book and like get a little, little comic strip on your Silly Putty? Oh, you peel the ink off? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think you peel the ink off. Like you get some like newsprint or something because newsprint is so shitty, right? And it like bleeds the ink that you put your sleep on it, and like you can basically just like you basically just get a little photocopy. That's pretty neat. No, I've never done that, mm-hmm. but I'm going to find yourself a newspaper. Do you have any newspaper here? Let's uh, see. I wonder if it works with print paper. Maybe try it on our shoot or our desk. Oh, mm-hmm. or do you have a copy of Avenue on you? I uh, of course not. Oh. <laughs> I I want to preserve the environment by buying. Cell phones instead, and doing much worse <laughs> things to the world. Yeah, that's me, all right. Oh, there's like a single piece of Laffy Taffy in here. Oh, weird. Is it like dry and horrible? No, it's it's not so bad. It's Laffy Taffy. You know? Oh, Laffy Taffy's a candy. Uh, oh. it, comes, it comes with jokes on the wrappers. Oh, okay. Oh. So I thought, I thought there was also Laffy Taffy. Oh, I there. thought Laffy Taffy was that thing. That's what it's called. No, Laffy Taffy that's, is the thing you eat. Right? Wow, that is not a lot of putty. For- your no, color. for the for the egg size in particular. Yeah, it really is misleading. <laughs> uh, I do not have a newsprint, unfortunately. We'll, we'll see if this works. Yeah, we'll try the thing. Mm-hmm. Eh, no, no luck. You know what? I love the putty all the same. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. It's Even great. if it doesn't have photocopy abilities for print paper, That's terrible. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the podcast. We, we love having you on. Uh, for Snack City Podcast, I'm Taylor. I'm Mia. I'm Grant. And we will see you awkwardly in line somewhere, but we will try not to make eye contact. Yeah, we sure will. Alright, we're here to this busy